0: Welcome back to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we'll be discussing a new rule, why I created it, how it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Welcome back to The Rulebook, everybody. This is episode number 28, The Cringier, The Better. Happy Tuesday. Last week was an interesting one for me. Your girl was on TV. That's right, for my Subway Shirt Trend video that I filmed last summer. I was interviewed by Inside Edition and it aired last Thursday. I will leave a link to the interview below in case you want to check it out. I also have a full episode of the podcast that was dedicated to the Subway Shirt Trend. So if you want to watch that, it is episode number 26 and I'll leave a link to that below. But this week, I wanted to talk about another trend cringe talk. I was reading in the New York Times um, this article where they were talking about cringe and it was super interesting. They went down a whole TikTok rabbit hole of all these creators who ended up um, getting millions of followers from being as cringy as possible. Examples of what is cringe can vary from being super self-absorbed to just a lack of self-awareness and just overall doing the opposite of what is socially accepted or expected. And guess what? These creators are making bank from being as embarrassing as possible. So rule number 28, be embarrassed because embracing the cringe is strangely the most relatable thing that you can do, especially on social media we all worry about being perceived. And this either stunts our content creation or completely stops it in its tracks because we don't wanna post the video in the first place because we're so afraid of other people judging us. So I really like this idea of intentionally being embarrassing or doing the wrong thing when we're all so obsessed with doing the right thing every second of our lives. Instagram especially is all about curating the perfect feed, curating the the perfect the perfect version of yourself that you want everyone to see and ironing out every single detail. While TikTok is really on the opposite end of that spectrum because it's all about raw or seemingly unfiltered videos. So it's really no surprise that the people who were not flourishing on Instagram actually ended up doing really well on TikTok. I've personally done some really cringy videos and they usually are successful. I think people are starved for entertainment because how many aesthetic videos can you really look at before they all start to blend into one? Even some of my cringier videos that I was like, oh, I don't know if I should post this. And then they ended up going viral or baby viral because they're at like under 100,000 views, but pretty close. I was like, oh, should I delete this? Because I don't even know if this is what I want to spread. But it's comedy. It's supposed to be funny. And I ended up leaving it up. But sometimes the comments do get you down. I think we all see those comments. Is this satire? And sometimes it's easier just to say yes, even if it's not. But no, this really was satire. But the thing is, we all take ourselves so seriously all the time that there's like no more room for humor, it seems. That's why my handle on my socials actually is Serious Actress, but you know that by now. And it's me making fun of how much I'm not taken seriously as an actress, even though I want to be or even though it's an aspiration for me. So it's supposed to be tongue in cheek and not that deep. This week, I was actually cleaning up my apartment and I found an old notebook that I used to use for morning pages when I was following along that book, The Artist's Way by Elizabeth Gilbert. The Artist's Way, God, it's been so long since I've opened it, but it's basically supposed to, it's it's for creatives and it's supposed to help you like access the creative side of yourself, especially if you've been struggling for inspiration lately. Um, I didn't finish it, but I did find my old morning pages and I wanted to share it here because one of the exercises that I did was to write as my 80-year-old self to my current self. And I thought it was very funny what I said because it was honestly so in line with this episode. So I'm going to read it now. Dear Alex, take risks. That's such a weird word to say. Be who you think you shouldn't. Worry less. Time flies. We all die. Say yes more. And be free. Girl, that's right. I was like, wow, that's really deep. <laughs> Go me, pretending to be my 80 year old self. And this was like five years ago. But it still rings true today. And these are all still things that I struggle with beyond just as a content creator, but in my own life. Um, so I really wanted to share that here because I do think it's really good advice. But what is comedy, right? It's being brave. It's having an interesting perspective and looking at things in a really unexpected way that, you know, this person or that person might not have thought about originally. It's just turning things on its head. I remember when I was doing improv at UCB and one of my very last shows that I ever did before the pandemic happened and ruined everything, um, we were on stage, it really wasn't going well, but I ended up playing Dolly Parton and when my scene partner asked me for my autograph, we hadn't really found like the gag of the scene yet. So I pulled out my improv boob and I signed the autograph like this. And I got a big laugh and like, whatever. It didn't really save the scene or the show, but like it was my shining moment, right? And then at the end of the show, we all get critique from our professor. And when it came to me, I was so nervous cause I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get screamed at for what I did. Like whatever I, I was expecting like, oh my God to get a lecture. Like, this was inappropriate. And my teacher was like, Alex, bravo. Like, you were so brave. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, snap. Really? You thought that was brave? And he was like, yeah, that was brave to do. And that's what more people should be doing in the scene. And that's really interesting advice because it's like going back to like what I told myself in the morning pages, be who you think you shouldn't, which is really funny. And it it is kind of like embracing the cringe, right? So I think that's funny. Like, sign every piece of art that you're making with your boob or in this unexpected fun way and obviously i mean your improv boob i don't mean literally i don't think signing it with your d-i-c-k is actually as funny as signing it with your boob but that's just me so there's a fine line people but yeah you've got to leave your signature on what you're doing in an interesting way and i think that's exactly what I did as Dolly Parton in that scene. In preparation for this episode, I read another article that I found really interesting that I wanted to mention here, which was analyzing the effects of political correctness and wokeness on comedy. And in a weird twist of events, it's actually made being as like out there and on PC as possible, the funniest thing you can do, especially online. Of course, there's a fine line to that. Like there's a fine line to everything. Um, There's degrees, There's a fine line between poking fun and then actually causing pain. But regardless, it's super fun for me to like play self-absorbed girl because yes, we're all guilty of having these thoughts and feeling bad about it and you don't want to share it. But this is a way to share it and be validated by people clicking like or saying this is funny or like to entertain people with these thoughts that are typically seen as very negative and like, no, no so it 's fun, and why can 't we just embrace that more? I was having a conversation with my sister this week, and she was like, "Oh, Lexi, you just she calls me Lexi, You just need to care less about what other other people think and i 've always struggled with this throughout my entire life, and so it 's really funny that i 've chosen like careers and paths." That include me being like front and center sharing my opinion and me being really worried about it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with choosing your words carefully. But I do think there is something wrong when you, you stop yourself from saying what you really want to say or exploring what it is that you want to say because you're so worried about being judged. And that's what I'm trying to do less of. And my sister is right. In order to really succeed, you have to care less about what other people think. I'm not saying that that's a license to hurt people or be unkind. It's not but you do have to give yourself that room to explore. And, that, and that's what this, this rule for this week is about. Just giving yourself that freedom to explore the cringier parts of yourself and actually to even post it because people find it really enjoyable when you're just being upfront about the cringy parts of yourself. And even if you're not a cre- content creator and you just wanna care less about what other people think of you, this rule still applies because actually there's nothing more embarrassing than not being true to yourself. So embrace the cringe, go forward, post your video, be who you want to be, be who you shouldn't think you should be. Because honestly, we don't really know what other people expect. We've just made it up in our heads. So F that. All right, guys, subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, please follow me on all social media platforms at Serious Actress. DM me any topics you'd like me to cover. And I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.